Welcome to the Real Estate Lowdown. I'm your host, Bill Bymel. The Real Estate Lowdown is your weekly opportunity to step into the conversations going on in today's real estate and mortgage markets. We explore terms and concepts of the industry, post interviews of intriguing industry cohorts from high net worth investors to real estate agents just making their mark. We will share our love of all things real estate, bringing you the most innovative and sustainable real estate lifestyle ideas each and every week. If you enjoy what you hear today, hit the follow button, subscribe, so you don't miss an episode, and please share your support with a quick review. You can find me on the web at billbymel.com, and thanks for joining this episode of the Real Estate Lowdown. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Lowdown. Well, I realize that if I'm going to get keep this the lowdown, I've got to give you, my valiant and loyal listeners, a lowdown on what I'm doing on a regular basis. And I do have the fortune of traveling a lot to be an industry spokesperson in this business and to really see and hear different perspectives from either around the country or around the globe. And by the way, if you are a loyal listener of the podcast, thank you so much. It means so much to me when I see some of you in person and you thank me and acknowledge the podcast. It really does have a huge impact on me. But it's also, if you're just listening for the first time or you know, if you know someone that might be interested in getting the lowdown on real estate today, please subscribe or hit the subscribe button, share it, leave a comment, give us a good rating. It all helps spread the good word. Anyways, so today I'm going to give you the lowdown on global NPL markets. And these, the impetus for this conversation comes from my attendance at the Smith Novak global NPL conference that took place in London in the last week of September. Smith Novak is a is an event producer and they're tied in with a lot of the banks and private money managers in Europe. And this event that they do uh, a couple times a year in different places, this event being a two-day event in London, was really focused on the European markets. So you have a lot of London investors um, who are interested in places like Spain and Greece and Italy and vice versa. You have folks from that country coming to London looking for capital or looking for deals in the UK. So they decided for the first time they wanted to try to incorporate the US market into this event. And they asked myself and a couple of my esteemed colleagues, John and Bliss Morris, the founders and of First Financial Network with decades of experience, going back to, I think Bliss worked at the FDIC during the RTC days. Another broker gentleman from who lives in Europe that was at a competing loan advisory, used to be at DedEx, I think he's now on his own, Clifford is his name, and, and another asset manager who I am looking forward to getting to know much better as well. 
but this was a panel specifically designed to introduce what's going on in the U.S. market for NPLs and distressed debt. And so they wanted to see some of the differences here from us about the market. And, and you'll hear some of that because I actually have an upcoming podcast episode that I'm recording with Bliss in the coming weeks. But what I really want to report on is kind of what I learned about the world market, about the, especially the, the European market for gloat for NPLs and distressed debt and how how it all works and from and and because this is what's new to me I feel like I've got to share it with all of you so what I really was intrigued by to start with was that there was a it seems like a much smaller market when you talk about the world of operators inside the distressed debt space and, you know, I used to refer to and still refer to the U.S. secondary mortgage market as a, as a good old boys network. But I think that's, I have completely changed my, my point of view and phraseology now having experienced and listened and learned about what it's like in Europe. There's really only a few major players in the space. And the, the trades, the, the kind of deals that go on in terms of distressed debt sales have two very key components that I think are much different than anything I've experienced in the U.S. Uh, one is banks and, and large private equity firms or investment capital are really not interested in doing anything smaller than sm- any small deals. They are not interested in having a wide open market that sells non-performing loans, sub-performing loans, or any kind of financial paper. They don't like to see that traded openly at a discount. And so they go at great lengths to restrict the number of bidders that are showing up at these deals. And it's not an open market. And that kind of leads to the second big difference that I saw and what really caught me was the stories of some of the biggest and best deals across multiple countries in Europe all seem to have some sense of, you know, maybe it passes the smell test, but whatever the the government, the people that were connected with the government's of these countries locally seem to have a little bit of a leg. It seems that in many cases, most of the deals that have taken place either in Europe or in Asia are tied to, you hear about Singapore, Malaysia deals with Goldman Sachs and a deal in Portugal with a big bank and a over the skis investor. And It just doesn't pass the smell test for me, which is ironic because I always thought that European banking would be all that more, you know, cognizant of trying to be open. But what it is, is in many ways, you know, I think of Europe as old world being an American. It really is still old world. It's a belief that the citizenry and the populations, populace should not be either a no 
about what's going on in terms of faulty financial products or that, you know, the, the guys at the highest levels of each of these governments combined with the guys at the highest levels of investment banking, and I include all of the major investors, a, all grades, really do tie together. And, you know, that's how deals get done is kind of the way they say it, right? And so, you know, with that in mind, the other interesting thing was that it's American money, uh, U.S. investor dollars that's supporting huge amounts of it, of this. So you really got the major, major investment firms, you know, every single one from Goldman Sachs down to JPM, down to smaller family office funds, pension funds, Elliott Management, Ellington. I mean, you know, banks, major banks in the U.S. have all participated in the acquisition of these major, major debt products as they have been sold in Europe. But they do so through local managers who obviously are very well connected. And that's really kind of the big takeaway that I got from attending this market. It didn't feel, everyone was pretty darn serious. It didn't feel like a market, it, it feel like the, the barrier to entry in this market was astronomical. And it really felt like, you know, there is still the, what it, uh, in agreement with the U.S., there is an ever-growing problem with the readjustment of the cost of capital over the last 18 months nationwide and globally. And the rise in interest rates across the board, the consensus is that this will break the backs of, of certain institutions financially. Certainly a lot of private companies with corp, high corporate debt levels and probably become a systemic issue in the banking system, albeit in many ways, the European banks are, are in a much better position than American banks, namely because there's more consolidation. There's less banks. They're highly, much higher reg regulation on the banking side in Europe. So it feels like that if there's a banking problem, it's probably more small community banks here in the U.S. rather than the big boys either in the U.S. or in Europe. And so, you know, that was all what I flew all the way to London to talk to do, to talk about what America stood and how, what was different about America and its place in the market and what's going on there. So we kind of updated folks on where the market was. I went on to see some some great West End theater. And of course, you all know, or those of you that are new maybe don't know, that I am an avid soccer lover and and also a U.S. soccer referee here in the United States for almost for over a decade. I've been to almost every World Cup as an adult and, and a real lover of English Premier League soccer more than anything. I think the, the environment of going to Lon games in London or Manchester, Liverpool, these stadiums that they've built all across England, they capture 
the energy of the fans and a it's in 90 minutes that is unlike any other experience the energy of these stadiums and the vibrance of the of the fans that sing the local songs and so I, every time I'm in the UK, I take an opportunity to find a game. Just so happens I went to what it will go down as one of the more controversial games this year. Liverpool Spurs, Spurs won. Liverpool was incorrectly denied a goal, which would have caused the game to be a tie or maybe had it send in a different direction. But it was quite the experience. That combined with a couple good pub crawls and some flavor of London's amazing dining made the global NPL experience all the, all worth it. Well, thanks a lot for listening in to another episode of the Real Estate Lowdown. If you like what you hear, please share it with others and subscribe and give us good ratings. That's a wrap of today's episode of the Real Estate Lowdown. I enjoy bringing this content to you each and every week, and I really appreciate you tuning in. If you haven't already done so, please share the Real Estate Lowdown or any episode, any favorite episode with your friends, family, and, you know, if you don't mind, leave a positive review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Remember to follow us so you don't do get notified every time a new episode is released. Love to hear from you directly at billbymel.com. Till then, see you next time. <laughs>